Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Now, nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter of a tank of gas if you're lucky. You know what it will get you, though? For just $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. Make the switch today, and if you do it today, you save an additional 50% off your first month. They use the same 5G network, same cell towers as the big carriers, and most families saving close to $1,000 a month. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, that's Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free. Our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Linda, what was the last thing I said Friday as I was signing off this radio program? Do you remember? I do. I do remember. (laughs) What did I say? Have a nice weekend. All right, sorry, you're being a, a wise On Monday, last? we will have a speaker of the house. And it yes, will be I said the deal's been struck. I already knew. You know, it's amazing that even still some people didn't understand, you know, all the back and forth. Are there people in this audience, am I, am I misreading the fact that they, they, they don't think that I'm actually, I actually have sources and people that I'm talking to and I know exactly what was going on. I knew the entire week what was going on. And I knew exactly in the last break before I said goodbye on Friday, uh, you know, announcing I would be on TV that night and Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert would be on on Friday night. And they were that uh, that a deal had been struck. Now, the reason and I can bring people a little behind the scenes if you're interested. I'd been in touch with a lot of people. I knew that this was coming from you know, some point in early December that this was, there were differences emerging and that I thought it was important. If I had my way, obviously nobody listens to me. You know, my advice was get in a room, close the door, check your ego, check your phone. Everybody go in there with the, with the thought of how do we serve our constituents in the best possible way? What is the best agenda that we all agree on? And come out of there with everything agreed to and and not do this all publicly. So that didn't happen. There was no sense of urgency at that moment. I'm not sure why. Um, I I would talk to a lot of people during this period. I said, why don't we do it now so it doesn't become an Adam Schiff show on January 3rd? Uh, In the end, there's no harm. There's no foul. They had a deal. Um, Most of this, the irony in this is most of this deal 
had already been in principle agreed to, then people might ask, okay, well, we watched a show on Friday night, Hannity, and you go, you, you get off the air. Uh, they gavel in. And in the first vote, Kevin McCarthy, I think it was the 14th vote. What did he win on the 15th? Anyway, in the first vote, the very people on my program Friday night, uh, Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert, by the way, Lauren Boebert will join us later in the program today, uh, you know, prevented Kevin McCarthy from getting over the finish line. You saw tempers flaring a little bit. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert exchanging words. Who was it that uh, went after Matt Gates a little bit had to be held back. I'm like, what is uh, Mike Rogers? And they've made up since, by the way, as a side note, in case anybody's interested. Um, are there bad feelings among some people? That's fine, but it's not about your feelings anymore. It's about you're a public servant. You're there to serve the people that sent you there. You're not there to serve yourself. And and that was a message that I I tried to remind people, my sources of often. I said, well, what is what is your purpose here? Because if your purpose is to serve your constituents, then any ask that you may have, and again, it would have been better before the last week, and it could have been handled behind closed doors. I think that would have been smarter strategically for them. Some people disagree. They think this whole process being played out in public is a good thing. I would argue maybe it's a good thing that the base sees it play out publicly certainly republicans have every right to be suspicious i mean look what the the republicans in the senate did over the christmas holiday with this idiotic you know omnibus bill which was so unnecessary and it was so wrong and so fundamentally wrong mccarthy was was begging you know the senate leadership don't do this we we will have power of the purse come you know, January, why are you doing this now when you can do a simple CR, continuing resolution, and we can fund the government, and when we get in power, we'll put spending restraints in place that are common sense and be more in line with, with fiscal conservatism. It just made sense. So anyway, so some of you were surprised Friday night. I was not based on some of the conversations that I was privy to. Now, Matt Gates, Lauren Boeber come on the show on Friday night. They were two of the Republican holdouts. And I knew at that moment, based on their answers, subsequent conversations with different people as I work my sources, uh, that in fact, the, what, there was one thing that everybody was waiting on in writing. They wanted it in writing. It had all been agreed to. And this was another frustrating part. A lot of the items that the Republicans had wanted had already been agreed to long before the third. I mean, that was that part was frustrating. Days before January third, the issue of filing a motion to vacate the chair. At that point, it was a five vote threshold, which is nothing, and it got reduced to a one vote threshold. In other words, at any given time, one House member can file a motion to vacate the chair, and at that point in time, that would be a, a no confidence vote, and that is a protection for the rank and file. In case Kevin McCarthy goes John Boehner on us and goes off the reservation, tries to weasel out of the agenda, the, the promises that they made. Uh, but a lot of this had already been agreed to. You know, they've got a couple of other concessions in the course of last week, things that nobody really disagreed on, a vote on a balanced budget me uh, amendment, a vote on legislation surrounding border security, a vote on term limits for members of Congress, a vote on each 
of the individual appropriations bills, of which there are 12 of them, and excluding earmarks from such bills, you can go back our Conservative Solution Caucus. We put it back up on Hannity.com. That was 2014. A lot of the same issues exist. Conservatism really doesn't change. It's just when it's applied and you have the power to apply it, it actually works. And I, I certainly understand rank-and-file members wanting assurances that, in fact, that that these things will have happen. You know, one of the more important concessions that Freedom Caucus members were having had to do with the Rules Committee and that they got extra seats on the Rules Committee to make sure that there's a certain criteria behind voting for bills. And they had voting, you know, the 72-hour notice, for example, from release of legislation before voting on it so you could actually read the bill uh, before you vote on the bill, know what's in the bill before you vote on the bill. Um, at the end of the day, uh, there was there was there were moments I was wondering if if this would go on beyond a week. To me, I felt that the patience of the American people would run very very thin. Um, for all of you out there that loved it, there are a lot of you that love this playing out in public, and I completely understand that part. And you love the 20 people. And I completely understand that part. My argument back to you is I agreed with every single one of the items that they were asking for. That was never an issue for me. Those are things that I was telling them to work out privately in December and discussing with, with individual members what's going on. That's my job. I'm, my job is to work my sources, find out information. Uh, and I said, well... You know, at the end of the day, there was always two things I would say. I said, just remember, you will all succeed together or you will fail together. There's not going to be a, well, I'm successful, but you're not. That moment was never going to happen. At the end of the day, it's not always about just placating your base. You've got to remember that elections often are won in the middle of the country with people that are independent and they don't like watching, you know, an Adam Schiff show unfold for an entire week many of you loved it but there are but probably most of you are you know movement conservatives like i am i just know from from all my experience that ultimately it's probably would have been better one of those things that you work out behind closed doors but you know in, in the end this is going to be long forgotten uh the new gop their first move their first bill on the list is is one the GOP promised during the midterm election to rescind the eighty seven billion in new funding for the IRS provided by the twenty twenty two Inflation Reduction Act, a tax increase by the way, and, and and green energy bill passed by liberal Democrats and New Green Deal socialists and signed into law by President Biden. Now, this is where you have to manage everybody's expectations. You gotta understand there are certain things that they're gonna be able to do and accomplish and certain things they'll be able to do and not be able to accomplish like the investigations they will go forward make no mistake this is a big deal a huge deal that jim jordan on the as the head of the judiciary committee uh will have a full-on investigation into whether or not the fbi you know looking at parents at school board meetings at domestic as domestic terrorists whether it has been, meaning the FBI, politicized and the Department of Justice weaponized. I mean, that's a big, big investigation. 
we already know now a lot of things about the FBI's involvement in both the 2016 election and the 2020 election. I bet most of you were a little surprised when we learned just before the new year that the FBI paid Twitter, thanks to Elon Musk releasing the Twitter files, that Twitter got $3.5 million from the FBI. I bet many of you were surprised that that FBI, that the FBI, that led by a guy that wrote a thesis uh, in 2016 about how Donald Trump colluded with Russia to win the 2016 election, he was heading up this task force that had weekly meetings with all of these big tech companies. I want to find out. I want to know what, what other big tech companies were being paid here. These are all real investigations. You know, then we have Jim Comer's investigation and, and whether or not influence peddling took place because we know Joe Biden lied about having never spoken to Hunter one time about his foreign business dealings. We have pictures now, photographic evidence that Joe met with Hunter and his foreign business partners. We know there were meetings with Joe, then vice president, and Hunter and his foreign business partners. Now we know damn well why Joe withheld a, a billion taxpayer dollars uh, to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired who was investigating his son with no experience being paid millions. All of these are real investigations. The disaster of a pullout in Afghanistan, that's going to be investigated. The origins of COVID-19 will be investigated. What did Anthony Fauci know? When did he know it? That'll be investigated. But then where you have to manage your expectations is, all right, I, I like the commitments to America. I thought it was a brilliant idea. Kevin McCarthy put it together. Uh, I think Republicans in general have got to, they have to reexamine deeply how they, how they approach elections in the future. Democrats, they're all about ballots. Republicans, they're, they're doing it the old-fashioned way. Let's do rallies. Let's do press avails. Uh, let's uh, kiss babies and go to fairs and, you know, eat uh, whatever, boiled Twinkies. What do they do with the Twinkies? They fry them, fried Twinkies. They fry everything. They fry everything. They fry Oreos. They fry Twinkies. They fry pickles. They fry everything. By the way, they're all delicious, too. Um, and taking selfies the democrats are not campaigning that way they're running negative ads avoiding the press they don't do town halls they they then spend the majority of their time and money harvesting ballots legally in most states most people don't know that part so the investigation is going to be real the agenda items are going to be passed now why it's important to pass it number one you promised you would and number two the american people then can compare and contrast the differing visions for the future of the country and that's going to make a big difference. Those items will be addressed and Democrats will be put on record and they will be part of the 2024 campaign, period. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, 
Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. On a calm October night, Michael and his wife, they were just out for a walk in their neighborhood when their life got flipped upside down or just like yours could be. Now, Michael was attacked by a homeless woman who stabbed him multiple times before he was able to restrain her and waited for law enforcement to arrive. But what happens next is why our partners at the USCCA exist. Now, while Michael was in the hospital, a detective literally charged him with assault. Now, this is the new America that we're living in. Luckily, Michael was a USCCA member just like me. He used his training, his education, and his self-defense liability insurance to stay out of jail and save his family from potential bankruptcy. If you want to learn proven ways to deter criminals, defend your family, avoid legal trouble, just go to uscca.com slash Hannity right now. You'll put in your email. You'll get a free guide put together by the USCCA and the former head of training for the FBI. Just go to uscca.com slash Hannity today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. I wish we did have the ability to say goodbye to many of the Republican senators that went along with the omnibus bill. Um, Political reporting today, House Republican investigators, that's Jim Jordan, that's Jim Comer and and many others, uh, will now have the power to review many of the dubious criminal investigations launched by the Biden DOJ. You know, maybe they'll get into the Mar-a-Lago documents. Maybe they'll get into the whole issue of parents being investigated as domestic terrorists. Uh, Maybe they'll get into the influence of the FBI and and whether or not they put their thumbs on the scales of the presidential elections in 2020 and 2016. By the way, New York, I'm sorry, Washington Post comes out analysis. Russian trolls on Twitter had little influence on 2016 voters. Oh, they're getting ahead of the Twitter files. They don't want to be exposed as having been the liars that they were. There's so many things here that in the end are good and and many things, frankly, that need to be adopted in the U.S. Senate. Um, For example, vote separately on appropriations bill, uh, 72 hour notice to read legislation before you vote on it. A balanced budget amendment voting on closing the borders. If nothing else, it's just hard when you don't have the power of the gavel. And that's that's where Republicans are headed. They need that. They need the Senate back. However, the power, don't underestimate the power of invest of the subpoena and the investigative powers that new Republican majority has. Uh, the new GOP House moves to roll back Biden's IRS expansion. Hopefully they can make that happen. And then they'll vote on all of the items and the commitments to America as time goes on. And, and that's that's going all of this is going to happen. And that's what I knew was going to happen regardless of how last week played out, because a lot of it had already been agreed to. And all this, you know, this public show, a lot of it was unnecessary, in my view, but it's neither here nor there. Um, So these are these are going to be interesting times. You'll see the media mob, how abusively corrupt and biased they are, because they're not going to pay attention to what the Democrats have been doing, their abuse of power, Biden's abuse of power. Pay to play, influence peddling. No, they won't pay attention to any of it. You can't always get what you want, but you can get Sean Hannity online at Hannity.com. 25 to the top of the hour. Now, the only reason the Washington Post would have written this column that I'm about to mention to you is because that means that they know or think or believe that they're going to be exposed as the liars and frauds that they are. The headline, what's that letter? What are you saying in my ear? Yeah, I'll get to that. Uh, Russian trolls on Twitter had little influence on 2016 voters. Listen to this. This is what they found. Only 1% of Twitter users accounted for 70% of the exposure to accounts that Twitter identified as Russian troll accounts. Highly partisan Republicans, they were exposed to nine times more posts 
than non-Republicans. Content from the news media and U.S. politicians dwarfed the amount of Russian influence content the electorate was exposed to during the 2016 race. There was no measurable impact on political attitudes, polarization, and vote preferences and behavior from the Russian accounts and posts. No, what did have an impact on 2016 was Hillary Clinton's bought and paid for dirty Russian disinformation dossier. But they're not going to tell you that part. I want to remind you, you probably have not heard of home title theft. It's it's real. Criminals around the world, they target American homeowners like you. And I'm protecting my home with home title lock. And I'll tell you why you need to as well. Because your home's title, that's the document proving you own your home. You can easily find it online. A thief then simply forges your signature on a legal document claiming you sold your home. And then they'll take out loans on your home. And then, boom, they disappear. You won't find out until you get a late payment notice or even a foreclosure notice. And oftentimes, homeowners insurance uh, identity theft programs do not protect you, but Home Title Lock does. They have a special website, hometitlelock.com slash Sean. And by the way, you can register your address for free, and you'll get a no-obligation home title report for your files, $100 value free. That's hometitlelock.com. Uh, let me move on to the other news of the day. Um, Republicans now will get their agenda moving, uh, which is what most people want. That's what I've wanted from the beginning. Anyway, Biden has spent nearly 40% of his presidency on vacation. 40%, according to, you know, the Washington Examiner. I mean, that's away from the White House, mostly on the beach in Delaware. Of course, he goes to uh nantucket or wherever else he goes to as well we do have new emails directly implicating the biden white house and their illegal censorship push uh the emails demonstrate the biden administration unlawfully coerced social media companies in an effort to ensure that americans would be exposed only to state-approved information about covid and we also know about the issue of this fbi guy leading up this effort once a week meetings with big tech companies the guy wrote a what is his thesis, college thesis on uh, how Donald Trump and Russia colluded in 2016. Maybe he should be reading uh, the Washington Post today because even they have run away from that false narrative. Anyway, Wall Street Journal email exchanges between Rob Flaherty, White House director of digital media, social media execs, proves that the companies put COVID censorship policies in place in response to relentless and coercive pressure from the White House, not voluntarily. What is this about? Anyway, the emails emerged in the discovery phase of Missouri v. Biden, a free speech case brought by the attorneys general of Missouri and Louisiana. Uh, we've been following this case very closely. This is where we learn that the site integrity manager, a guy by the name of Mr. Roth, recalled specifically that the FBI was telling him that you've got to be on the lookout every week that have these meetings. you got to be on the lookout for Russian disinformation or China disinformation in the 2020 presidential campaign. Then the Hunter Biden laptop story came out, and sure enough, none of the big tech companies ended up publishing the story, and they suppressed it to help the Biden to help Joe Biden get elected. Then we find out that the FBI paid Twitter three and a half million dollars. Did they pay these other big tech companies? 
Anyway, Mr. Uh, Flaherty emailed the Facebook exec. We are now gravely concerned that your service is one of the top drivers of vaccine hesitancy, period. And this is in March of 2021. We want to know that you're trying. We want to know how we can help. We want to know that you're not playing a, a, a shell game. This would be a lot easier if you just be straight with us. So putting all this pressure on big tech companies in the lead up to the election and now on the issue of COVID and vaccines, which, by the way, should be handled between an individual, their doctor or doctors based on their unique medical condition and their medical history. It's pretty widely reported today that Biden is making a pivot as he prepares to announce his 2024 run. By the way, I think Biden running is the best thing for Republicans. He's he's weak and he's frail and he's not getting better. I mean, it just that's just the way it is. So he's about to launch that campaign. All Democrats want to talk about is January 6th, even still based on what happened in what was it, Brazil. I mean, it's getting insane. Um, but they ignored the 2020 riots, 574 of them in the summer of 2020. On the economic front, let me tell you what's about to happen out in California. If you live out there, you have a gas company now warning their customers that their January heating bills will be twice as high as it was last year. They're explicitly blaming Joe Biden's war on domestic energy production. Same thing we know is happening in New England. The fear in New England this winter is that they might run out of even enough natural gas that powers you know they're on the same on they're all on the same grid all of new england is on one grid in other words the whole thing can shut down because they don't have enough natural gas and the cost is going through the roof anyway uh southern cal or socal gas which supplies natural gas throughout the the southland and southern california warning consumers this weekend their next bills will be unusually high quote an unprecedented cold snap across the nation is part of the in part has caused national uh, national gas prices in the West to more than double between December and January, much higher than expected. As a result, uh, Southern California gas residents customers can expect the typical January bill likely to be more than double the typical bill last January, assuming the same amount of natural gas is used. Natural gas prices have also been exacerbated by other factors, Russia's war in Ukraine has strained global supplies. By the way, it should have no impact on us. We have hundreds of years worth of supplies, more than any other country on Earth. We don't need to be impacted by the war in Ukraine. That's how stupid this all is. And then they go on to say the Biden administration has also taken a negative approach to oil and gas development, shutting down construction of the Keystone XL pipeline and making it more difficult to explore and develop oil resources on federal lands now there is a new biden energy department study this is their study finding that the keystone xl pipeline shutdown cost 9.6 billion dollars and 60,000 jobs the biden administration published their congressionally mandated report from the department of energy highlighting the economic benefits that the nation could have reaped as a result of the keystone xl pipeline Unbelievable. $9.6 billion in economic benefits, 60,000 jobs lost. These are high-paying career jobs lost. Global food prices in 2022 hit a record high uh, around the world.
And everybody in America is feeling it with record high inflation, a 40-year high, which continues to this day. Um, the hero of the day has to be uh, the governor of the great state of Texas, and that's Greg Abbott. He meets with Biden. Now, let me set the stage for you here. Biden didn't actually visit the border. It was his first trip to the southern border since he's been out of been in office. Biden met with Democratic officials in El Paso, didn't actually visit the border where record apprehensions were actually taking place and didn't visit the downtown area that's been overrun by homeless illegal immigrants, nor did Biden meet with local residents, make formal remarks or speak with reporters at all. Um, the president visited a Customs and Border Protection Processing Center at the Bridge of Americas, et cetera, et cetera. Now, here's the real story behind all of this. Hundreds of El Paso illegal immigrants were deported prior to Biden showing up for his photo op. In other words, they cleaned everything up. They didn't want it to look bad when Joey showed up. So they tried to clean the whole mess up as, as best they could. And Biden departs after a brief visit. He didn't see the most impacted areas. And this is where Governor Abbott was a rock star. And he starts his letter to Biden, hand delivers it. Uh, Dear President Biden, your visit to our southern border with Mexico today is $20 billion too late and two years too late. Moreover, your visit avoids the sites where mass illegal immigration occurs and sidesteps the thousands of angry Texas property owners whose lives have been destroyed by your border policies. Even the city that you visit has been sanitized of the migrant camps, which had overrun downtown El Paso because your administration wants to shield you from the chaos that Texas experiences on a daily basis. This chaos is a direct result of your failure to enforce immigration laws that Congress enacted. Go Greg Abbott. Under President Trump, he continues, the federal government achieved historically low levels of illegal immigration. Under your watch, by contrast, America is suffering the worst illegal immigration in the history of the country, and your open border policies have emboldened cartels who grow wealthy by trafficking deadly fentanyl uh, that, um, and even human beings, meaning, meaning human trafficking. He said Texas uh, Texans are paying... Uh, an especially high price for your failures, sometimes with their very lives, as local leaders from your own party will tell you have given a chance. All of this is happening because you have violated your constitutional obligation to defend the states against invasion through faithful uh, executive uh, execution, rather, it's hard to read in this paper, uh, execution of federal laws. Now, halfway through your presidency, though, I can... Finally, welcome you to the border. When you finish your photo ops in a carefully staged, managed version of El Paso, uh, you have a job to do. You must comply with the many statutes mandating that various categories of aliens, quote, shall be detained and end the practice of unlawfully patrolling aliens in mass. You must stop sandbagging the implementation of the Remain in Mexico policy and Title 42 expulsions and fully enforce those measures as the federal courts have ordered you to do. You must aggressively prosecute illegal entry between ports of entry and allow ICE to remove illegal immigrants in accordance with federal laws that are existing. You must aggressively also, it says, uh, 
what does it say? You must also immediately resume construction of the border wall in the state of Texas using the billions of dollars Congress has appropriated for that purpose. You must designate the Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. On behalf of all Americans, I implore you, secure our borders by enforcing Congress's immigration laws. Thank you. Somebody else has picked up on the fact that he's been breaking the law the entire time. You know, he didn't meet, uh, you know, he met with briefly with Abbott. Abbott rightly handed him that letter, and I'm sure they're pissed off about it, and then released it to the public as he should have. Good for him. I'm glad that he did that. It was a great job. Uh, I see Kristen Cinema. Now, this is interesting. She's leading a bipartisan coalition of senators on a border tour. The Senate group will take a day or two, and they will go all across the border from Texas to Arizona. Stops include El Paso, the Central Processing Center, uh, the Del Norte uh, port of entry, followed by a night tour of the border accompanied by law enforcement. wonder how many Democrats will care to go to that one. My guess, probably not many. Uh, the January 6th committee published the confidential Social Security numbers of Republican governors like Christy Noem. I mean, who's going to be held accountable for that? Anybody? Unbelievable. It really is. This, this, this country is in drastic need of real leadership. So, this economy this year is going to be a mess. The borders are going to remain the same. They're not going to change. Democrats won't change. The only way we're going to change is to change the Senate and get a Republican conservative president, period. An American first president. An American first Senate. A lot of these senators should be primaried after that vote on the omnibus bill. It's just a national disgrace. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 